Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Dinya. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today we are doing a good old-fashioned check-in because we've all been on trips and we don't got time for episodes. So nope. you get real life. Well, this is still an episode. Well, yeah, but you don't get research or topics. You guys love our check-ins because yeah. we talk about us the whole time and I know that you're big fans. Obviously, that's what you're here for, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Not the facts at all. No, not the cool... long-winded old man ramblings. (laughs) Yeah, so we're just going to tell you what's... With no direction. (laughs) We're just going to tell you what's been going on with the Heath and Dan farm, and Kippy's going to talk about... we're in Animal Sanctuary. See, there's a sign right there. Yeah, we have a a sign. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, a few times our family members have come visit... So we do actually have a... It has our last name, the so-and-so animal sanctuary. And it says established at the year, the we, year bought that this. we bought the house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a couple of our family members are like, are you actually an animal sanctuary now? It says privately, yeah. privately owned <laughs> and operated. Yes, no one can stop you. <laughs> you just are. You're just not accepting any new members right I now. I don't think they're realizing anyone can buy signs, though. And it's no. not even outside, it's an indoor sign. It's an indoor no, sign. Most of the family members who asked do not like buy decor items like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. No one my just bought family, a custom sign on Etsy. Yeah, my family is a custom sign on it, Etsy family. We've got like Live Laugh Love. We've got like you, you know can get those that don't have to be custom. Those no, are you, you know what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, 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 to paint a scene right I'm now. I'm joking. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I do have like multiple family members that yeah. have like the whatever family, you know, just yeah. sign, just yeah. hanging on up. And it's like, it's not just like my regular family, it's my step families as well. Like, yeah. everyone, I don't know. I, I belong to trash. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> they make a lot of lovely different kinds of signs that you can get. I want to get it. I want to get it. I want to get a sign for our Yeah, house. you should. It oh, should I be totally something will. lovely. You could put it on your barn. I actually want to get a wrought iron Ooh. sign and Ooh. hang it in our Porch. Like porch, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that would look. Nice. I, I was that like, "Are you nice. gonna?" It hang would it also from... cost a butt ton. Yeah, yeah, right. I have to get a Smith to make it. Yeah, <laughs> it would be the shipping would, would be. It'll last forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the shipping would be mm-hmm. heavy. Yeah. Okay, so just learn blacksmithing, and you can do it yourself. Do it yourself. Actually, there's a blacksmith on TikTok who likes to encourage newbies to start. Of course they do. Every every niche, um, like craftsman, it's like you can join your local blah blah blah. And they'll teach you how like woodworkers guild. Yeah. You like, too can learn to shoe a horse. Please, <laughs> other people don't let this art or craft die. They're just yeah. trying to preserve it. There's this one lady on. This is a total off. Here we go. There's this lady on YouTube, and she actually I started following her, and she's trying to preserve the old way of operatic singing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, no more teachers in this style anymore, but she's been doing historical research to try to recover it through old, like, wax cylinder recordings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. I love it. I actually know a professional opera singer. That would be nice. Yeah. I bet you that it was, my YouTube friend would say that she they're singing it wrong. <laughs> I, I I would be so very, modern. I would be very disappointed. This is, well, he started off as just one of my favorite customers because he's this big red bearded kilted man who would come and knit 
and then oh. talking to him more. It's like, oh, you watch one of the animes I watch, and it's like, well, what do you do for a job? Oh, I'm a professional opera singer. I'm like, oh. And then, I am so jelly. And then we hired his boyfriend at my store. Oh, whoa. And hey. I was like, oh, hey, now. Oh. You're the opera singer's boyfriend. No, and, 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 that, and that partner is one of my favorite people because he's just a dark, lovely human. Oh, I'm, I want to be friends with these people. I wanted to be a professional opera singer. That was that was definitely a goal in my life. Oh, yeah, and the professional opera singer kept bees, too. Oh, and he has an apiary. I hate him. <laughs> His colony <sighs> left him. They did not collapse. They they might they decided we're good. Thanks for the stop. We're off to do our own thing. We should keep stealing our shit. Yeah. So we're gonna go. Well, he, no, he left. They left him with honey. But oh, okay. he's gonna get some newbies later. But he he was a little devastated by the leaving. Him. But if he was a country singer, he could write a song about it. About it be, bees leaving. You're right. It would be appropriate <laughs> for know, that genre. Opera and country are are quite similar in regards to sad music. Mm-hmm. My bees. <laughs> I don't think it quite is the same. They so migrated. Okay. Okay. No one wants to hear me say. <laughs> no. Nobody. I not, like not hey, a one person. Hey, I think that was a <laughs> spot-on opera impression. Ah, it's a caricature of what the masters can do. So, uh, Heath and me will start. Uh, we did trips. Yep. Yeah. We did trips. Mm-hmm. Trips are for kids. Trips are for I'm kids. Sorry. Dog kids. <laughs> so sorry. The kids. Uh, our first trip, we did a trip to visit our new baby nephew. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. very, very precious. Very little because we were talking and realizing that we weren't going to be able to like the Fourth of July party that our brother and sister in law throw. And then we're like, well, I guess we'll see you in the holidays. And then our sister-in-law's like, but you're not going to see the baby when you're little. And we're like, oh, okay, well, let's look at our schedules. And we're like... And then we, we made plans, and she's like, I wasn't trying to guilt you. It was like, you kind of were, but and it's fine. But it's we fine. also we also realized, oh, they just they just redid their pool, and they converted it to salt water. Ooh. And so we, we weren't going to get in the winter. winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like, we're going to miss their awesome new pool. And they did, like, basically, they did the 4th of July party on the weekend we came So we had the full barbecue experience. We got to see our sister-in-law's side because our sister-in-law is also one of our best friends from high school. So Mm -hmm. we get to see like both sides of the family. It's very nice. My little sister happened to be making plans into town. So I saw my little sister and her boyfriend. It was was everywhere. It was lovely. That's awesome. We had a great time and the dogs had a great time. And our niece loves the wolf wolves. Mm -hmm. Um, she actually started calling them by one of the names. She tries to learn both of them. She off and on knows their names. She off and on. I don't think she likes to learn Rue's name as much because she doesn't like her as much mm. because she likes Mishka. And we're like, she liked her when she seemed to have been mistaking her for Mishka. Yeah. We're like, what's this dog? And we're pointing at Rue. And she's like, Mika. Oh. Mika. Mika. It's like, it, it had more of a to it, but I can't... Could you imitate Lily's? No, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, it's not it, yeah, yeah, closer to that, where it was, like, more, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's that's very good. Thank good, you. Good to- toddler voice. Toddler. <laughs> and it's really just funny, because we'd be like, who... Okay, yeah, that one's Mishka. Who's this? And she's like, Mishka. 
And we're like, she's like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. She does that. She'll do is like, do you know her name? Yeah. Do you want to tell me? No. I have better things no. to do with my life. She who must not be named. We're like, do you know her name is Rue? Yeah. Yep. Do you want to say it? No. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. That'll that'll evoke the demon. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. But that, oh, was, that sounds so fun. It was. Yeah. Too bad Heath was in the house when Rue actually voluntarily wanted to swim. Oh wow. She came in yeah. like three times and she like came and I'm like, hi and I splashed at her and she's like Okay. Walks in. I'm like, oh baby. Mm-hmm. And then because she did it a couple times, I put her life jacket on and then she was like, I don't no, I'm going inside. She did not want to wear her life jacket. <laughs> so that no. made her look like a shark. Did make her. She had to actually wear Mishkas because uh, her pred body is too big for her. She's too round. Too I, much I think of a I could. Ball. I think I could. Uh, the bottom strap didn't even like fit around her. So mm. after uh, we get anyway, down, she on only pred. wanted to swim without it. Yeah, but mm. it was very nice. She yeah. did good, Mishka. I did not toss him in the pool this time. That's nice of you. That was very kind of me. Yeah. He likes water. He doesn't want to swim in the pool, though. And Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. They did very well, especially about barking, especially since there was we were staying in the house with a new infant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they did. We did all good. We all did good. I'm very mm-hmm. proud of them. Nice. That's great. Yeah. That was our first trip. Heath, do you want to talk about the second trip? Uh, we went to Chattanooga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stayed in an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I mean, it was good. Um, it was a fully fenced-in yard, so that was nice. And we ended up uh, drugging them some the some. couple days that we said a sedative. The one that we have from when Mishka doesn't consent to medical care, like getting his blood drawn, mm-hmm. because he is a bit reactive. He doesn't bite, but he'll like not agree to stay still and he'll turn his head towards them and everything so they gave us that um just to try to chill them out of it because they don't like being abandoned especially in a strange house it seemed to help yeah it did help i mean they still barked and moved around they weren't like drug where they couldn't move because the suggested dose for like needing to when they actually need to do something like take blood for me because the suggested dose is one to two one to one and a half pills and we gave them on the first there was a couple days where we were gone good chunks of the day uh the first one we gave them each a quarter of a pill that didn't do much um it did a bit but not much so the second day we were gone more and uh we gave them half a pill and that was pretty good and how did we know how it was affecting them We had, we had a pet cam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that might be helpful advice. If you go on a trip and you're staying in a house you don't know, if you bring one of your pet cameras and set up there, you can check in on your animal. Smart. Yeah. yeah. If someone hasn't thought about that, that was pretty useful. Yeah. I thought that'd be cool trip yeah. advice. Looked out the windows mm-hmm. by sitting on the couch a lot. They did manage to roll up the curtain at one point because they're like pull down shades, and, and we had curtains. them pulled yeah, down. Roller shade, yeah. Oh yeah. And we think they jumped on it until it like popped up so they could see out the windows. We didn't try leaving them down again. I was trying to leave them down so that they maybe wouldn't get out the windows. That was stupid. But <laughs> I should have realized that it was inevitable and just left it up. 
They're right. too smart for us. Give them something to look at, too. I will. I will. I mean, we left a TV on and a fan on in that room. Yeah. Right. And we gated them in. We brought yeah. parts of the gate. We tried to simulate the, the basement. basement. Right. And it's like, oh, look, it's a darker, cozy space with uh, this show that you are used to hearing these voices. Right. Right. Yeah. Some familiarity. Yeah. It went well. They're like, but you abandoned us. <laughs> I will say uh, we were spending time with uh, Heath's mom and... Rue has her convinced that she is an innocent, has never done crimes or oh instigation. Gosh. Just because her face is pitiful. There was, uh, I think, what what had started it? Because, like, was it Rue getting too close to Mishka while he was um, eating? They were eating and she was staring at him. And she was kind of close. And then she got up on the sofa where she was supposed to be eating. Because we, as we talked about in our dog aggression episode, there's they have some food aggression. It's not a usual issue, but I guess because they're stressed because of travel. Mm -hmm. um, he actually did, like, a start to growl at her. And mm. this was, like, the second... Was this on the first, first day? First day. This was on the first day. So it was a very stressful day for them. Um, he started to growl, and then I got her to go up on the sofa where I was trying to get her to go. And it seemed okay. And then she... I guess they ate some. They ate some, and then they came into the kitchen where I was doing something, and then I was coming back out, and they were blocking the door. So I did a thing that I normally do where I just walk into them, and it causes them to continue walking. Mm -hmm. Well, what I had done by walking into them is I shoved Mishka into Rue, and I hadn't realized they had been in slight disagreement. And I so I mentioned it to you, but I don't think you, you realized that they were still... I, I didn't yeah. realize how close it was to that, mm -hmm. and... He went, rah, bah, 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 bah. he didn't fight. There wasn't that. It he just, just made looks, grumble noises. Well, oh, no, he did terrifying. his, he, he did the like, rah, 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 get out of my business thing. Mm. And it I sounded think, and looked terrifying. He wasn't biting her. And I his, don't think. No, no, he wasn't. He just. No, it looks like a dog fight if you don't, if you didn't, like you weren't closely paying attention or you were only hearing it. It sounded right. like a dog fight. And I right. had already realized I had made but a he mistake. He was just trying to scare mm. the shit out of her. So I right. had pulled him because back. Because he was stressed. Yeah, I had realized I made a mistake by shoving him into her, so I yeah. started pulling him back to giving them space so that he would settle down quicker. Yeah. And it was the first time I think our, my, our your mom, my mother-in-law, had ever seen that reaction. She's like, oh, poor baby, yeah, Rue. And Rue's like, oh, yes, I'm shimbly. a poor baby. <laughs> I'm a poor baby. I didn't start none of it. I wasn't eyeballing his food. I wasn't staring at him with my eyes while I ate. And we tried to explain that Rue partially started it, and she's like, oh, she's so sweet, and she's so scared. And it's like, uh, she's the, so the, manipulative. The fine line of not really victim blaming, but like also she does bring these things upon herself to an she's extent. She's an instigator. Like it's not yeah. it's not Mishka's fault alone. Yes. No, Mishka should have lost his temper. No, You're right. No, but this was a stressful day. Yes. And if if he's not had a stressful day, he's usually very hard to get to that point. And Rue does put like there is a fine line between when he does like bully quote-unquote her but he hasn't like really done that since they were puppies usually, usually the only like bullying that he does quote-unquote is like he will end up displacing her with where she's laying mm -hmm. some of that time he seems like he's trying to lay next to her a lot of the time he is just taking her spot yeah that's the closest he, he gets right. like more recently Which, that's a dick move but yes. you know 
yeah. she's got like 20 pounds on her so right yeah that's crazy yeah but yeah so so grandma likes thinks Rue's an innocent she's still really she still really likes mishka but she was like that was so mean of mishka it's like no that's not what happened but sure no Rue was like right by his food and then she did keep staring at him yeah Mm -hmm. and i was telling her not to and then all it took was that shove yeah that was my bad I started some. Mishka was still upset. Things were still tense between them, apparently. Yes. But then they were fine. Yeah, you know, then like, it was Within fine. minutes, they were, like, Our one laying big. right next to each other. They were fine. Yes. Like, well, they settled it. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, another funny thing. So, this is not really pet-related, but I will say having pet items saved the day. We were doing, like, a walking tour, and he... Do you not want me to tell this? I guess that's fine. I think it's funny. So we were doing a walking tour, like five minutes into this hour and a half walking tour. He's oh flip flop, like snaps. Mm-hmm. In my defense, it is a, it was, it was a very good pair of flip Yeah, like I didn't think it would break like that. It was one of the best constructed flip flops that I've had. So I, yeah, it wasn't like those cheap kinds. No, no, yeah. this is a very sturdy flip flop. I so, am very, I was very surprised. Yes. Right. Um, so I gave him, so like we're hobbling along and I gave him a sock to see if that was big enough to like maybe get the extra padding and keep it from sliding. That did not work. Mm-hmm. And we, thankfully we were close to one. I was of the, ready to stop because we were Oh yeah. Started. He's like, we're done. Yeah. Cause I mean, there, it's like flopping around and it's not yeah, going to stay on the bottom on of my it. foot. You can't. You can't walk like that around a city. Yeah, it's not slides. It's not like no. where it's that right. thicker thing. It's a flip-flop. It kept turning so that it was going the wrong way so my foot would be touching the street. So, thankfully, so we had a stop where he started telling a story about the uh, big flood in Chattanooga that killed a bunch of people. You could hear them scream at night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I heard them scream from my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, like, digging through my bag, like, what do I have? What can we do to, like, secure this flip-flop to his thing? And I'm like, I have a wallet. I have receipts. And then I look on my keys, and because we were traveling, I had the roll of dog bags for poop mm-hmm. on my key ring. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I like tied it around his foot. I tied it around his ankle to connect because at first I just tied it around his foot to simulate like the flip flop. Right. And that worked, but then it kept sliding. So the next stop I added around that. The ankle support. Yeah, the ankle support. And then that really fixed it. And at one point, uh, I think I had to reinforce it because one of the bags was starting to separate because they are perforated. Right. But that, that survived. And one of the stops, he, the tour guy thought, like, his foot was injured. because yeah, he, he came just to saw check it. on me because he thought you it was okay injured. There, we're like, oh, we yeah. lost a flip-flop. And he's like, well, that's impressive MacGyver. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I also fixed a toilet with a Band-Aid and a safety <laughs> pin once. Well, true stories. Yep. So keep your dog poop bags on hand. You never know when you need to repair a flip-flop. Exactly. I did a much more um, minuscule where I used one dog bag to actually fix it for the drive home. Right. Because you just need to thread it through to hold it in place. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do that while we were, like, walking. Like, I was literally tying this to his foot while we were trying to keep up with the group walking. I mean, if right. you had nylon rope. Yes. And a pocket knife and a lighter, it would be a better 
fixed. I will keep that in my bag but for I'm, next I'm just, time. I'm just saying. So you're going to buy me a lighter? I do actually have a knife in my bag. But I don't have nylon rope. I did have your mom's lanyard, but I didn't think she would appreciate no. me tearing no. up her lanyard to tie to your shoe. Since that's what she uses for her It's not a terrible cartons. idea to have, like, a small thing of some sort of twine or whatever. Great. I'll pack that in my purse okay. next time. But, not a bad idea. You know, I, I was actually going to recommend the same thing because it's very common for, for backpackers to yeah. Yeah. just keep a... Bit you of, never know. It's a handy know. item. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'll get some nylon thread Ooh. to put in my my rope. emergency nylon rope. Mm-hmm. Thread's too thin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to cut my feet. Anyway. True. Surface tension. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, God. I think I have some rope in my car. Probably. But that was... But yeah, we didn't have time to go back. Yeah. I'm going to be going to Cabela's to pick up some nylon rope, so I'll pick some up for you. Wait, give me a, give me a, tra- get, where's the purse size? Can they, I just have some purse size I actually, nylon? They sell small amounts, don't they? Yeah, they I've sell. I've little packs. Well, I'm going to get a bunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll just give you guys some. Oh, okay. that would be Great. awesome, yeah. Great. We'll have it ready Thank for the you. next <laughs> flip-flop you know, blowout. I'm going to try tarp camping Ooh. and see how well that goes. So I need some some new nylon rope. I actually need a, a thinner gauge nylon rope um, to reduce the weight that I carry, but um, I'm also going to get some of the How thicker. heavy is your rope? What do you mean? Like if how you, thick is the rope? Oh, how thick? Um, I think it's like, you know what? I can't remember. I think That's it's fine. about two millimeters. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so the new one's going to be like one millimeter or like smaller than that? Like that. Oh, okay. I was just, I was just curious how heavy the rope was because rope's never been that heavy. At least when I've, how much rope are you? When when you're when When you're trying quantity of it. Well, I'm curious how much rope. I don't go camping. When you're trying to do ultralight, and I'm not trying to do complete ultralight. I'm trying to, I'm trying to ounce count count so that I can sacrifice my weight for other things that I would like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so when you're doing that. Every ounce counts. Hi. I've done tent camping once with a friend when I was in middle school, and we drove in a truck, mm-hmm. and we went to a campsite, and right. then their dad pitched our tents. There you go. And we wandered That's around the made. campsite to get out of his way. <laughs> perfectly valid way to go camping. Perfectly valid. And I then other that than 100%. that, I've been in cabins. I don't know what <laughs> backpacking a camp is. Oh my goodness. So anyway, nylon rope is always good for okay. emergencies. Continue. Okay. So either dog bags or nylon rope to fix your flip-flops, kids. I mean, kids. if you have... Or just bring a spare dogs, pair of should... flip-flops. Yes. I don't know why you would bring that with you on the walking tour, though. Yeah. Bring spare flip-flops everywhere Maybe you should you just be wearing forever. other shoes if you think I your will, flip-flops are going to break like that. Yeah, I will yeah. say, when I did do MARTA on a regular basis, I had spare socks in my um, back. Mm-hmm. Because if Smart. it started to rain, it soaked my foot. And, like, oh. going... Yeah, I just hated working with, like, wet feet. So I would switch them That's out at fair. work. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I always so, wore flats or heels whenever I took MARTA, so... If my feet got wet, I was just fucked. I was like, everything sucks. Yeah, I always had yeah. a weird Sorry. backpack with a, a compartment of amalgamations of you, random you got crap. It. You, because if you don't have a car, you travel with a backpack. Yeah. Period. 
Especially when you're doing it for, for hours. The whole day. You're yeah. bringing a kit. You you have a kit. Uh, you got especially. a job kit. You've got entertainment. <laughs> you've got spare clothes. Mm-hmm. You've got snacks. You've mm-hmm. got water. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to happen. It, yeah, especially when I was doing Because <laughs> my housing was in Midtown, but my school was in Sandy Springs. Mm-hmm. So when I went to class for the day, and I always made sure my, my class, like, I didn't do one class a day. I did, like, two to three a day because if I was going that, like, few hours out, I wasn't doing it for one class. Right. Yeah. So... It was always like, here we go, we're at school for the day, and like lunch, books, projects, entertainment, blanket, nap time. Blanket nap time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I I think that that being uh, carless in Atlanta was probably what, well, no, I was going to say that's probably what got me started on backpacking, and it kind of did, like the essence of actually being able to take stuff with me, but... My gen- general love of nature, that's where it always starts. And yeah. Where it always starts. Yeah. Where it gets you. But I will say, not having a car and having to take public transit for hours at a time does make you very thoughtful about everything you carry in your purse and bag yeah. and things like that. You become a professional packer. Yes. Right quick. I will say, I was... So, on the way back, we were, we have uh, Heat siblings in town because we're hanging out with them for the last half of the week. Right. And I packed our car with the intention of, because they don't tend to, for reasons, their packing method of choice is plastic container. Oh, okay. Sure. Look, if it bed, works. Bed bug bed trauma. From like, oh. from like 20 We've years. talked about yeah, this in the past. Yeah. yeah. So I always have to take in consideration, they're not going to have a suitcase. They're going to have a weird plastic tote. It will be a tote. And if the, if the tote doesn't fit, the alternative is you can garbage put it bags. in basically a garbage bag. Uh-huh. And I try not to do that because I don't think that is great. So I had that in mind. And when I put up the third row where the dogs were going to be, that takes away half, over half my trunk space. Right. I have great trunk space unless yeah. I have to put up the third row. Yeah. And so, like, I'm very proud because I, I made it set up so that all the dog stuff was on the floorboard of the dog's row, including, like, their bed on top to keep them cushioned so they weren't, like, hitting the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we just had our stuff on one side and the kid's tote. And I even had to bring the gate. So I had that. I did have to have Heath help me. Like I was in the car holding the gate a certain way and he had to shut the door with everything in it because you couldn't shut from the outside without someone holding it in place. Right. Because of the curve. But I'm proud of my packing ability. I think, I think you did a great job. Yeah. You all yeah. learned something being broke. Yeah. I think there's, there's a huge value in that. Yeah. So, uh, how are your pets, Kip? Uh, doing great. Okay. How was your great? It was great talking to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) So nothing, nothing to report, no adventures with the kiddos? Uh, so what I had did was I took Charlie and I yeeted him off a mountain. Wow. Um, Yeeted? I got yeeted up a mountain. That's actually what happened. Um, Rosie, so Matt was in town. Right. So he got to hang out with Rosie. Me and Charlie decided that we were going to try to die in the wilderness together. So, what a bonding experience. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, I learned a lot. I'm mm-hmm. actually really happy that I did it. Good. Um, 
and we're we're actually okay. Yeah, all we're of, glad you didn't die. All of my wounds are healed. The, we we reanimated Kit from the dead, and Jeez. now we are true necromancers. Dude, that, you look better than ever. Thank you, that black bruise that I showed you on oh, my yeah, butt yeah. when I showed you guys my butt is yeah. better. It's okay. all good. <laughs> that was a rough. That was a gnarly bruise. That was a gnarly bruise. It was a hematoma, full on hematoma, from my proper yeeting. Um, so. Uh, I went to the Walls of Jericho in Alabama, which is somewhere where I had been wanting to go. Mm-hmm. I still would like to go back, in spite of my near-death experience. Um, I <laughs> made a couple of rookie mistakes. Um, I I think my, my base weight was pretty good, but the thing that killed it, and uh, for the listeners, the base weight is basically... The weight of your backpack, not including food and water. Okay. So your tent, your sleeping bag, or your, your sleep system, your shelter, and your clothes. Um, clothes is, there's like a there's the big three, and that's like your sleeping bag, your tent, and your backpack. I can't remember. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So what was but, your Base weight? My base weight was like 10 pounds. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, it was pretty From good. Not knowing camping stuff. Yeah, it's also really hot outside, so yes. I didn't actually need to bring a sleeping bag. So what I did instead was that I brought a thermal liner that okay. I own that you're supposed to throw into your sleeping bag that's supposed to increase the, the R rating by like 20 degrees. Yeah, it keeps the heat in. Keeps the heat in. Um, I don't think it actually does, so when I actually go backpacking in cooler months, I don't bring the liner. Oh. Um, a lot of people like the liner for, like, hygiene reasons, because, like, you can, like, slip into it after hiking and being all dirty and gross and covered in smoke. You slip into the liner and then protect your sleeping bag from... Oh, that makes sense. ...from you, basically. Yeah, because you can't just take a shower out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that. I think that that's kind of, that's a bit too far for me. Like I like hygiene, but I I I I have I draw my well. You know, I also I assume, you only do it for a couple of days. You're not like out there for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm not out there months. Not not yet, at least. I would like to get to that point. Okay, but not yet. Um, but did you buy a house just to go live in the woods? <laughs> yes, you, you did. They okay. did buy a cabin. Yeah. That's true. You bought a whole ass log to cabin. To practice living out in the woods. So I you knew how to build your own not cabin. Not at all yeah. the same. Very nice cabin. <laughs> it is. It's quite luxurious. No, let, yeah. let Kip be a wild animal. Modern amenities. Keith is not a wild animal. He needs AC. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite invention that humans have ever made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, continue. I, so my base weight is 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. I bought a new backpack, but it was kind of like a cheaper backpack. I ended up giving that to my brother at the end of the day, and I, I know the new backpack I'm going to get. So anyway. Cool. Got that going. Packed up Charlie. Packed his little backpack. Mm-hmm. I packed his backpack with his food, mm-hmm. his water, mm-hmm. and my snacks. Because the water was in one side, and then my snacks were on the other, and it kind of balanced out. Yeah. So what his base, I didn't get his base weight, but it was much lighter than mine. Right, right. It's it's a Charlie sized backpack. Right. So I snapped on his backpack and he was good to go. I'm so happy. He's like, this is the best day of my life. I get to go to a weird place with my favorite person. Mm-hmm. So he had a blast. 
And, um, you know, so we're trucking along, we're going down and I don't have, no, this is it. Now, if I don't, out of the 12 people that listen to this podcast, I don't know if there's a backpacker that listens, but if you are out there and you're listening and you hear this, I know, (laughs) I'm sorry, my bad. I did not bring a water filtration system. All I brought was the water that I was going to drink for the trip, ready to go. What is... So let me explain why that's so freaking dumb and why I'm a dumb, dumb, stupid dummy head. Okay. So so the walls of Jericho are a six-mile hike. Okay. But they're a six-mile hike down a valley and up a mountain again. So it's very difficult. Yeah, it's steep if you're, especially if you're carrying stuff. Yeah. If you're on your own and you've just got like a friend and a bottle of water, you're good to go. Right. You can do the whole thing, no time. I I, I, I was being passed by like old people. (laughs) I was being passed by children. People were like, ah, look at you go. And there were a few backpackers because it is pretty common for backpacking. You are allowed to camp out there. Right. But there are also tourists. Right. And they can just go because they got, they're not carrying nothing. You can do six miles, no big deal. Right. 12 miles in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, it was very hot. It was like 90 degrees. Right. So that causes more dehydration, sweat. More dehydration. I'm sweating bullets. Mm-hmm. I've only got the water that I brought on my back and the water that Charlie has, which is one Nalgene. One, Nalgene is very common backpacker's water bottle. Okay. Yeah. Um, one doggy water bottle, which has like a little cup for, I press a button and the water pours into the cup and then Charlie can drink out of it. Gotcha. So it's like a whole system. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. And then I have a, uh, water reservoir in my backpack. So it's like just a like a camel? plastic bag. Yeah, like a camelback. It's okay. actually literally a camelback. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So, and that's full to the brim. Mm-hmm. So that's all the water I have mm-hmm. on this very, very hot hike. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Didn't bring a sleeping bag, so I didn't have to worry about that in my base weight. My food was kind of heavy, but the water definitely added weight. Right. So <clears throat> what backpackers usually do is they have a water filtration system. You can dunk it in the river mm-hmm. and then filter the water out. You got pure, clean drinking water. You can use that. You can do a Sawyer squeeze. You can do a, a, a platypus flow or whatever. I forgot what it's called. Um, or you can do something like a Grail water bottle. Um, there's a lot of different options. So you still would bring, like, your Camelback and your water bottle. It's just you would refill them when you hit, like, a river or a lake or something. That's an option. But what a lot of ultralight backpackers do is that they'll just bring two smart water bottles and then have a Sawyer squeeze screwed into the end of one of them, mm-hmm. the, their dirty bottle. So you can just go find, you'll have your two bottles of water full. Mm-hmm. Drink that as you go. And and you have to make sure that there's water along the way to refill. Right, right, So you right, don't right. run out. But this place is a mountain valley. There's a river right there. Right, right. Yeah, there's water all over the place. Which I actually didn't know because I was just not, I'm just 
this was a very chaotic adventure. <laughs> so, it's a very you adventure. It's a very me adventure. The, the Fort Lauderdale trip that I took with, with my mom was actually very similar. We just were like, let's buy these tickets to this concert and figure the rest out as we went. And when we got back, my mom called me and she was like, that went surprisingly well for how <laughs> little we knew what was going on. <laughs> I'm like, it's because we're experts in chaos. Yeah. Like, you just got to go with it. I know some people can't stand that without, like, meticulous planning. Right. I love chaos. I think oh, it keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I think that is fine to do when it's, like, a plan of, like, two, one or two people. Right. But if you add more than that, that's oh, when. Oh, yeah, no. You're screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you can do a lot of chaos planning with one or two people. Yeah, Matt Matt took those days off. He stayed home with the dogs. Me and Mom got a flight and rented our car. We're good to go. Boop, boop, boop. It was, it was shockingly organized. Good. For, That's great. Yeah. Uh, two idiots. Um, but yeah. So, so platypus. So I'm, t- I'm talking more about my camping experience and Charlie. Charlie was fine. He was like totally stoked the whole time. We did some off-leash hiking. Nice. He was very good with everyone. He stayed very, very close. He's better at off-leash than Rosie. Rosie kind of fucked off a little bit. And she doesn't have super good recall, especially if there's a squirrel nearby. But <laughs> Charlie... Like Rosie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just went to eat squirrel. Um, but Charlie was on top of it. He's a very good trail dog. I'm so impressed by him. I did have one incident, but the, no blood was shed. And I'll explain that later. I think you actually, you talked about the aggression episode. Did he, was that the guy he barked at? Yeah, yep, I did. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I already talked about it. That was the only incident, was that in the previous episode on aggression, Charlie did protect me from this other hiker. <laughs> this other hiker who was just jogging down the trail, but I think he startled Charlie. Yeah, and Charlie right. was like, no! Intruder! Intruder alert! <laughs> and then the guy like looked at me and he was like, I- is he friendly? Like, because Charlie was being like, all up in his face. Like, he was, he, the, the, Charlie was like a good seven feet away from the guy. Yeah. And just standing there barking at him. And the guy was like, is he friendly? And I was like, yeah, he, he's, he's the friendliest dog in the world. He's just protecting me. And I was like trying to call him back. And Charlie was like in murder mode. But also, <laughs> Charlie's he's friendly. He has a murder mode. Though. Yeah, yeah. He's a murder mode. But the, the problem is, is like he gets aggro, but then doesn't know what the next step is. And I think I said that in the last episode too. Like he was like protecting me from this intruder, but then also didn't know what murder was. So he just ended up like walking up, like, cautiously walking up to the guy with his tail just swinging back and forth like a giant baby. Uh And then he was like, are you going to pet me? And then the dude pat him. And then Charlie was like, oh, this is the best day of my life. It's like he didn't know what protect, next step, murder. Like, he's never been taught. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon, 
patreon.com slash petparentspod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. Petparentspod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. That. So yeah. He no idea what you to do. You want to know what's funny? My older sister, she visited, she told me the story about Leon. There's a rabbit in their backyard mm-hmm. that Leon's been after for, and he recently caught the rabbit. Ooh. But this is, he caught it, he cornered the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then he booped the rabbit, mm-hmm. play bowed to it, and ran away expecting the rabbit to chase him. <laughs> the rabbit was like absolutely fucking. The rabbit alive. went from like ears back to like, I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh and then God. Leon's like, My rabbit friend did not chase me. He's like, Oh. oh. <laughs> rabbit so, thought it was going to die for sure. Dogs, mm-hmm. dogs, they just want to play. Mm-hmm. Dogs some, just want to play. Mm-hmm. Some, 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 some choose violence. Some choose yeah. violence. Some wake up and choose violence. Most dogs, though, they choose play. Yeah, yeah. Rosie, Rosie does like play, but uh, yeah. if you're a small rodent, you better watch that out yeah. because you will get your neck cracked by or a dog. Oh, I'm yeah. glad that uh, Charles, Charles did murder that young man. Didn't Charles? Charles didn't murder the young man. Um, so Clap anyway, I got water. to the I got to the bottom of the valley. There was this glorious river. As as you do with a valley, mm-hmm. there's a glorious river flowing through the, the middle of it. Right. Um, two separate groups of people said, oh, watch out, by the bridge there's a rattlesnake, I sainted. it. You can even see the rattle on it, so watch out. He's not on this side of the bridge, he's on the other side of the bridge, but watch out for that rattlesnake. And so I'm like, I, I once I know I'm getting closer to the bottom of the valley, it's getting a little bit cooler, I clip Charlie on to uh, my leash, my trail leash, and I'm just looking for the rattlesnake. Because mm-hmm. two different people told me that there's a, there's a rattlesnake down there. Mm-hmm. I need to watch out. Because Alabama, everyone talks like that. So, <laughs> Excuse me. So, <laughs> everyone talks like that. Heat. Okay, no. uh, <laughs> you, you tell the two Which people from Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Huntsville. <laughs> what? This is Huntsville? Yeah, it is Huntsville. Okay, we do not all talk like that. <laughs> I, I will say my aunt does. I was going to say, like, North Alabama is largely not like that, honestly. Oh, there so are people with the, the, the accent. Like, my aunt talks about how us girls are so pretty. Girls are so pretty. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um. So, rather One thing about that area of Alabama. Yeah. Is. That there is no civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you're like, not a city. There's no self service mm-hmm. for several miles. Mm-hmm. Once you go into there, like I downloaded the map going into the walls of Jericho, getting to the trailhead. Yes. And so I got there perfectly fine. But when I left, the map was no longer downloaded. Oh. And I just knew to drive south. Yeah, I was like, just drive south until you find people. <laughs> I had to drive south for 
30 minutes without cell service. That's how deep south this garbage is. I love it. Don't get me wrong. It brings the spice of life, you know, but... Oh there's my a, god, get a tower. <laughs> there's a section of our drive we take up to Huntsville and we always lose service. Yeah. It sucks. Especially yeah. if we're doing like Spotify or something. Yeah. It it I do, I downloaded some playlists because I half expected that at some yeah, point yeah, during yeah. my trip, but not at the trailhead. That just yeah. was very shocking to me. But um that made that inspired me to get a inReach Mini, which is nice. a GPS. So I can I can text I can text people With a satellite GPS connection so that when I'm in the middle of the wilderness, when there's no reception like that, my family can see my GPS location and I can text them and be like, my leg is broken or something like that. Out of curiosity, what happened with the rattlesnake? I never saw it. Oh. All those people lied to me. I never saw that rattlesnake. Well, maybe but it moved I, on because people were tramping through its home. It's like, well, I have had enough with you. Yeah, this rattlesnake was like, uh-uh. I'm going I, back to my nest. They everyone get, is gossiping about me. Really? I would just want to do my own thing. They're, mind your business. He's like, I don't appreciate how you guys are talking to me. <laughs> that is a harmful stereotype. <laughs> I am not going to bite you unless you come close to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I gave you a warning. Hey, stay away. This is my property. Stay off my property. I guess we all do talk like that. Now that I think about that. <laughs> stay off my property. Y'all need to stay off my property. I don't know. Well, that, so you found, so, it, but I did, me and Charlie did fully submerge ourselves in that river. Oh, that must have been nice. Oh my God. We, we took off all our gear. Did you find any water moccasins? Nope. I don't, who cares? <laughs> I, I welcome death. Come oh. at me, water moccasins. But your dog. Uh, the snakes don't actually care about us. Well, Char- Charles we're dangerous. We're, we're giant and loud. Yeah. So water moccasins don't actually they go away. Uh, Heath was brainwashed as a child to fear all poisonous snakes and brainwashed. germs. <laughs> what and... the hell? I oh was told gosh. how to identify venomous snakes. That's a useful skill that apparently a shockingly large amount of people don't know how to do. It's interesting. Therefore, they're afraid of all snakes well, and all spiders, not. and they don't know how to identify venomous spiders either. Or well, you all just spiders are venomous, or so you that's just, pretty well, easy. the ones that can kill you. Oh right, the murder ones the murder damage ones. your tissue. There's yeah, also people like me who can't identify anything. Go, I'll just leave it alone mm-hmm. and not be and afraid that's fine, of it. Except for there are people who are like, they have the opposite reaction and they want to kill them. Well, yes, Ooh, yeah. I don't do that because they think they're all bad. Or the extra morons who want to like catch it, get a selfie with it. Yeah. 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 But I mean, the ones who like see it in their yard and they're like, "That's a bad one," get obviously the, because it's a. Cletus, get the shovel. He's <laughs> like, "No, that's the good kind of snake, you moron." They eat the yeah. venomous snakes, the king snakes. Oh, mm-hmm. we we yeah. actually got to see a bald ego. A oh, bald yeah. ego. Ego. Yeah. Eagle. <laughs> that that, oh, you got to see Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no uh, we did a riverboat tour. There was a bald eagle. Oh, and there was one that There's nested so around the river that we got to see. Yeah. The last time I saw a bald eagle was in that Minnesota. <laughs> it was really, yeah. No, it's it ego was, now. We were naming it. It was. I was on a boat in on Pelican Lake, one of the five trillion lakes in Minnesota, uh-huh. and it was just hanging, just gliding, gliding like a kite. Something dive down, get a fish. Nice. Fly away. I love bald eagles. We all stared at it, and then it went, I'm out. 
Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. Deuces, bitch. And then it flew away. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, we saw there Aaron, goes. too. Yeah, Heron were nice. And then these weird ducks. What were they? Snakehead ducks, I think is what they're called. Hmm. They, I didn't really see those. They they were, like, on this little island that got bought by the Audubon Society, so it's like a little oh, bird preserve. Oh, it's a preserve. little bird sanctuary. See, they should hang up a sign, and then, bam, they're done. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> but they're called, like, snake ducks because their bodies swim underwater, but their heads stay above it. So they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I cool. love ducks. I love animals so much. I appreciate the diversity on Earth. And yeah. that we get to witness how amazing life is. So you didn't find water moccasins, but you did find water. I found water. And you drank all that water straight I had from the no pond. filter. <laughs> I probably could have. It was really fresh, clear, crystal clear water. Can't you just take, like, if you do that, can't you just take, like, an anti-parasite when you come back? Like That's warmer. one thing, but the but the other you know concern is chemicals and oh, also yeah. microbes and all that. It's not like like bacteria or viruses. Oh yeah, because that can give you diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. The death. grail, the grail dysentery. water filter. Yeah, exactly. You died of dysentery. <laughs> um, <laughs> the grail filter will actually filter out virus. Their claim is that they'll filter out viruses as well as bacteria. But most of the water filters you buy, like the Sawyer Squeeze or the Platypus. Um, the platypus is the one that I have, mm-hmm. uh, is that one will, um, just filter out bacteria, but it's what I'll, most, uh, mostly most backpackers know. will have yeah. a platypus or a, a Sawyer squeeze. Sawyer squeeze, I th- actually think is the number one most popular. Okay. But I have like a whole platypus system where yeah. I can filter multiple liters of water at a time in a mm-hmm. single go. Wow. And then, so I can just, it's called camel, it's called cameling, where you go to a water source, you filter as much water as possible, drink as much as you can in the moment, and then go as you, you and know, then filter more. and then filter more and, and fill up all your reservoirs and then go. And oh. then it's just a really good strategy of just making sure that you are 1,000% hydrated. But because you didn't have your filtration system on you when you got to your campsite, you had no water? I had water. You had little water. I had about as much that would last me to the end of the trail. Right. Or about as much as what would last me if I just went home at that point. Right. So So I chose to live. (laughs) So basically, you, you wanted to go further, but you only had enough to get to the end of the trail, which means you wouldn't have had enough to get back. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so that was the problem with the hike. Right. I could have, I was thinking maybe someone will have a filter when I get to the walls of Jericho, that's, but do I want to gamble? That's that? a ga- ooh, that's, that's a huge gamble. That sounds like uh, the Donner Party. Like, ooh, we can just... We'll yeah, just, we'll just do this. We'll yeah, just... don't just do that. <laughs> Always choose life. Don't gamble with... That. I heard this trail was shorter. Oh, it caused us to be two more weeks, and yeah. we were five days shy oh. of the pass. Yep, and now we're stuck in the cold, and we're eating Grandpa. And you don't want Charles to have to eat you. That's really troublesome on a son's. He can eat me. It's fine. Well, just think of what it would do to Charles. He probably would genuinely be messed up from that. Yeah, Yeah, he would. Yeah. I think dogs know. Yeah, I don't think your dogs want to eat you. I, the one thing, now, now I did get really freaked out, which is why I didn't talk about this hike sooner. It did really 
freak me out that I miscalculated to such a huge degree. Mm-hmm. Even though, to your point, when I was, like, crying at you about it, you said that at least I had the wherewithal to understand that I had messed up and yeah. knew to turn around and go back. And so I did. I, Charlie and I made it to the bottom of the valley. We There is actually a campsite there at the halfway point. Okay. We swam. Um, I, I set up my sleep system and me and Charlie sincerely just took a nap for like two hours because we were really tired at that yeah. point. It was hot. Everything was heavy. It was just humid. I was getting eaten by deer flies, which Google deer flies. I hate them so much. Charlie was getting attacked by deer flies. So we zipped ourselves up into the net after we had our little swim in the river. And we both just crashed. And so I'm laying there like half awake. Yeah, I hate them. And there was a little sign at the beginning of the trail that said, watch out, killer hornets. So that was fun. Um, for me, the hornets were the problem. It was the, it was the deer flies. I'm not afraid of bugs, but they were actively biting me. Yeah. And that is what I, I cannot suffer a biting fly. So, um, so by the time I woke up, it was around 4 p.m. And I was, I was kind of expecting to just camp at the bottom of the valley for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But I realized that the the stress of the task of having to climb back up out of the valley was so high for me that I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go to sleep so that I could wake up to climb all the way out of the valley. Okay. So I ended up packing it. I decided to pack everything up. And start climbing out of the valley the same day. And I was like, best case scenario, I get back to my car and I can just drive home right now. Right. Um, But it did get to a point where I was like halfway back up Mm -hmm. out of the the valley. And Charlie just kind of stopped and looked at me and laid down. And he was like, no. And the the sun was setting anyway. Like, we could have made it, but I I really didn't know how much longer it was going to be to get out. I knew we were roughly halfway, Mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? I I brought all the gear to sleep the night. Right. So, now's the time. Right. I was so upset from kind of, like, having failed that my I didn't even eat dinner, even though Aww. I burned, like, 20,000 calories that day. I didn't really eat lunch, couldn't really eat dinner. Charlie ate his dinner, so he was good to go. Um, and then he, he pretty much passed out. And then, um, you know, I had some trouble sleeping, but... Yeah, stress will do that. Yeah, it was just because of the stress. Um, but the sleep system I had, I learned a lot about my gear. I realized that my poop kit sucked. Pooping in the woods sucks. <laughs> yeah, to me. That was, like, the I'll, worst ever. I will say that was one of my, like, actual backpack camping where you're in the woods. Yeah. Dealing with bodily waste seems obnoxious. So what you gotta do? 
And I don't have, I didn't bring a trowel, which was another mistake of mine. Right, you have to dig and bury your poop, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to dig a cat hole, that's what it's called. But some people are like, oh yeah, just use your trekking pole. You can just use your trekking pole, dig a cat hole, do your business, clean yourself up, and you're good to go. So I, fuck that. Get a trowel. I, I have... Because of this camping trip, I have about seven hundred dollars of new gear. Oh, that's good. <laughs> in my in my you know wish list that I'm going to be collecting to just kind of make this better. Mm-hmm. There's also um, reusable pee wipes that this one backpacker uses. How's that? And work? she, I don't know. She just she she pees and then she pads herself dry and then she, I don't know, clean. I don't know how she cleans it. But then she hangs it on her bag. No. I bought two, I guess, cheaper versions of that. Uh-huh. And they're supposed to be antimicrobial. Okay. No. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Trash. Garbage. Never. Why would I? I? That's so gross. That is not. I'm okay. not okay with that. So Can't you just, like, maybe do wipes and then keep them in the plastic bag and dispose exactly. of them when pack you're in, done? Pack in, pack out for your wipes. I think that's a really good option. Um, toilet paper is another good option. You can just use that. And then Bury put it. it in your cat hole and then cover it up. A lot of people will use their toilet paper and then not put it in the cat hole. And I wow. saw this in the walls of Jericho where there was just toilet paper in the places that were very evident where, like, people were Why not just bury it with your, your shit? People, I don't think people, A, know to dig a cat hole. And then I, I think they just put the toilet paper on their poop and then leave. Like, you're supposed to dig a hole. Well, you know what? I mean, my thought would be you dig a hole to bury it because shame of pooping, I guess. Yeah. But, um... Don't leave your garbage. You stick it everything up. Even with Charlie, I packed out his poop. Yeah, yeah, Like, in doggy bags. Yeah, doggy bags. We had to actually do that because that was one of the rules at our airbnb is pick up your dog shit before you leave and so we spent this morning trying to i will say it did rain and we did not do it every day so we were like spin up some wets yeah it worked out rain rinsed off the rest of it yeah it's fine i'm talking about the more more unsavory portions of the camping trip because i feel like you know people don't talk about it but it's important yeah, no, I, I have to know how to poop in the <laughs> I think it's interesting because I've never been camping like that. And that is a thought. It's like, I'm like, oh, like you look at camping supplies and you're like, oh, you can get a cute kitchen set and a yeah. sleeping bag and a hiking stick. What happens? How do you shower and poop in the woods? Oh, mm. Yeah. Where's the bathroom? I yeah. need a cute little bathroom. Nature's your bathroom. Mm. Not great. Gross. Not great. Um, Cabin camping or camper camping. That's those are lovely. those two things include bathrooms. Those things have some sort of weird plumbing mm. system. So I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely invest in my poop kit. Nice. I'm gonna buy like the the really expensive like twenty dollar titanium trowel. Cool. Um, the one that I have is actually plastic, and I think I, I oh right, I deliberately didn't bring it because I was gonna use my trekking pole to dig the hole. Right. Because yeah. you were like, I'm an ultralight. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. No, no, that no. seems annoying. This is when I found out that even though I I 
like I can I can definitely give up and invest in certain things that are ultralight. There are other things that I'm definitely not yeah. going to give up on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was an experience. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so I I had uh, actually never gone in the woods before with all of my camping trips for whatever reason I just never went. <laughs> so that was literally my first time doing that. So yes. yeah, it was an experience. Um, so yeah, but Charlie Charlie had a good time. Um, you know, he he slept hardy. Uh, he both, tired him out. He was tuckered out. Um, when we woke up the next morning and packed up all our stuff and he tried to murder, uh, that jogger, um, we found that <clears throat> we were very close to the car. Nice. And I didn't mind that we camped out that night. I, yeah. I didn't get to the car and think, man, we could have been home, but no, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that at all. I was just... I was happy to have camped because I like camping mm -hmm. and then also equally happy that the next day I didn't have to hike much at all. Yeah. And I was still sweating bullets, but by the time we left, we had some water left over. Yeah. It definitely would not have been enough to make it back, but because we played the game right, you know. And another thing that made me feel less anxious is the fact that the walls of Jericho are very very busy trail. Yes, yeah, I was not going to die out. There. Yeah, I could. I, the old man that almost got attacked, he could have easily called nine one one for me if I. He was actually, the No water for a day. <laughs> help! Help! I'm so stupid. <laughs> I don't think you're stupid. I think oh you gosh. made a miscalculation, which seems not rookie mistake. Yeah. So this is this has been added into my list of. Things that are non-negotiable. Always bring a water filtration filter mm -hmm. system. Irrespective of how I feel about anything. Period. That's good. I will always, always, always have my filter on me yeah. from now on. So, that's that's my rule. Um, I, I'm really glad that I brought bug spray. Because I did actually bring some DEET free bug spray. Nice. It was like citronella and eucalyptus or whatever fucking hippie shit like that. Mm -hmm. And um, after I I was being driven mad by the deer flies and I just threw my backpack off, doused myself in the bug spray. And after I did that, the deer flies went away and when they, I didn't spray any on Charlie. Right. But when they left me alone, they left him alone. Oh, that's okay. good. And so we both got to walk home in peace. That's good. Yeah. So it was that was really nice. So yeah, um, get I, that get that citronella deep. You'll be free of deer flies. I will say I do bug spray oh, on my citronella eucalyptus. Sorry. Okay, I know I do bug spray when I do the lawn mowing because we have mosquitoes mm -hmm. and I don't. I always like try to do it away from the dogs because some reason why I'm like spraying the top of my head the dogs are like what are you doing let me inhale it in my nose and yeah, they're like let me, let me just go ahead and lick the air blah, blah, blah. and they're like it's a, it's a, I don't know why it's a, it's a. I'm like <laughs> but yeah no, it's just so I just find it funny but d did Charlie like sneeze at that bug spray or no um I don't think so okay that's good I was really sad so I was not really paying attention that's fair yeah well, 
it was it was kind of funny. The second the 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 next morning mm-hmm. when we were hiking out. Also, I didn't have any breakfast because I was yeah. still like upset. Depressed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ugh. Um, I so so I'm not losing weight because I'm not eating any of my food, um, but I am drinking the water, so that's helping lose the weight uh, yeah. from from my pack. Um, you know, I pack up Charlie, clip him into place, got all my stuff going, got everything set up, and we're we're walking up the trail, and Charlie's still walking slow. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like, come on, Charlie, come on. I'm basically dragging him up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And um, he, you know, I finally, like, I'm like, fine. And I unhook him from the leash, and I just go. And I'm just going up the mountain. And Charlie's walking behind me, but he is not walking as fast as me. And I, I finally stop, and I look at him, and he stops, and he looks at me. And he's like, can you not? And so I like I'm like, what is it, Charlie? What is it? And I go and I check all his paws. His paws are good. Um, I woke up in blood because I had cut the bottom of my foot the last Ooh, night. So, so that was fun. Um, but like, yeah, Charlie was fine. Uh, all his paw pads were good. Um, it was very soft soil anyway, so it was you know. Um, and then I finally, I'm like, you're you're irritated because of the backpack. And so I pull all my snacks out of the backpack, and I pull all and I pull his water out of the backpack, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, and I put it in mine, and I ca- I'm just carrying that now, and I'm like, okay, and then after I do that, he's running in front of me, <laughs> he's just woo, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to carry your shit anymore. Get your granola bars out of my backpack, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I carried them all yesterday. It's your turn. You didn't eat anything. No. Uh, there was like some some jerky, and I got some uh, individually wrapped mozzarella cheese. Nice. And then I also got like a uh, what is it? It's like it's called like four ingredient bars, which oh, yeah. those things are dense and heavy. I, and I, also I got yeah. chocolate, and it all melted. Uh. And then and plus it was chocolate, and then Charlie was like sniffing it, and he was like, "What's this? What's this? I'm like not chocolate," and I'm like, "This is a bad idea." No. Uh, that sounds like you guys had a fun time. Yeah. Even Another rule, don't bring chocolate on a trip with a dog. That's period. Right. Period, period, period. So that's on my list of things to never do. Yes. I so. think, and I will say, I know I already said this, but I think you had a good learning experience, and I yeah. still think you made great choices. Thank you. And yes. then, and then as I almost was getting to the parking lot, I tripped on a root, caught myself, and then went to take another step, and then tripped on a root again, and then fell <laughs> on my ass, giving myself a hematoma. And then Charlie just stood there and was like, "You good, bro?" <laughs> and I, I was am like, and sorry. Then I, and you're like, "No, nah, man, and I'm then, not." And then I sat there with a bloody foot, like almost killed me and my poor innocent dog. I'm tired. I'm covered in sweat, covered in deer fly bites, and I just sit in the trail and cry. Nice. And I can't wait to do it again. Well, I am sorry. You Smarter this time. Thank you. That also kind of reminds me when Heath's flip flop broke and he was hobbling, <laughs> and I was like in the midst of trying to reconstruct the the yep. flip flop. His younger siblings are just like he 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 he, and he's like, "You find this funny?" And they're like, "Yeah." I would give you all. Good lord. No, it was good though. It, it's it, like it literally happened to anyone. Yeah, there were several flip flops oh, on I've that had, walking tour. 
I've had, um... It happened to anyone. No, it wasn't your I've fault. Had, I've had anyone. Club Kid Goth boots break on me. Mm. And, and like, the soles, like, fell off. Like, the adhesive and the stitching ripped. Oh, no. Oh, and so the whole, all that... And it was, they were, like, two-inch, mm. you know. And there's no just... Yeah. I love those. Those are trip. Those are trip boots oh. from Hot Topic. I miss those. Those were really good. How long did they last you? Six months, because I walked in oh. them every day. Well, that's not long enough for how pricey they are. I had yeah. to walk to the I had to walk to the mall that I worked at because I was a mall goth. Yeah, mall goth. <laughs> like, well, you know. what a time capsule. Mm-hmm. We learn. Uh, we all learn lessons. Apparently, if you're going on a walking tour, bring a backup pair of flip flops at all time. You never know when your trusty pair is going to get back. Apparently, maybe don't go mm-hmm. with flip flops. No, I mean, I still... Your flip-flops are good, babe. Except they failed. They did fail you. It was kind of funny, because I did, when we were packing, I was like, are you going to bring a pair of tennis shoes for the walking trip? And he's like, my flip-flops are good. I'm like, okay. Should have been. They should have been. They should have been. I just found it funny in retrospect. Usually, I've been on plenty of short trips where it's fine to just bring one pair of shoes or whatever kind. I have fully hiked in flip-flops. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, oh, I, don't think I, I would do exclusively hiked in flip flops. Unless it's like a They're light insane. hike. No. I, I just, I don't know. It just was fine to me. I didn't see an issue with it. Now it's I actually have proper city, trail runners. City walking, <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah. I've walked miles in my flip flops. It's only an hour and a half tour. Yeah. So, you know. What a freak accident. It's yeah. so crazy. How is, Thank uh, you for carrying dog poop bags. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Because I really I did. going to give up because I, I, I could not have hobbled along. I was I was like, surely there's something in my purse I can use to fix this. And I, I didn't have anything on me. It would not have. I'll happened. get you that nylon rope. Thank <laughs> for you. For future. You never know. I will the get. nylon rope is No, it's know. a good idea. It can, if, it can live in my purse. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Anything can live in my purse. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I will say, how was Charles' bug bites? Oh, he, he came back. He was perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rosie was so happy to see Charlie, yeah. and Charlie was like, yay! And then me and Charlie legitimately went to the room and passed out in our big, comfy, Serta memory foam mattress, <laughs> you know, and we just, we slept forever. He doesn't just, know you almost died. Uh, no, he had a good time. Which means that I'm a good dog mom. Yep. yep. He, he He never never went thirsty. He never went hungry. He did not. No, I I gave him as much. I did not ration Charlie's water. Of course not. Not one bit. Yeah. I rationed my own towards the end. Even though we left with water. You weren't. Still, I was just. You weren't dying. It's not like you got halfway point and you you opened your bag. Almost dying. You just just... didn't have enough for your planned trip. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think we went two miles down and two miles back. So this was like. A death by four mile hike, which is laughable, but it really was. It was just it was a really tough trail. <laughs> no, it it sounds. And you haven't yeah. done that type of hiking in a while, have you? Uh, not really. No. Yeah, yeah. So you do get out of practice, even if you have a history of it. Plus like, a heat wave. Yeah, and a that heat was, wave. That was like in good. the middle of the heat wave. Like the hundreds and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're insane. And it was humid. It was oh, really. God. I just. It was a. It, lessons were learned. Yeah. <laughs> no, like anytime my little my really little like sister, I really do yeah. a lot. My yeah. little sister is hiking a lot, but anytime the, her trips are sometimes very sporadic. So anytime they have a trip planned, she actually starts walking more in preparation because 
she was like, oh, yeah, I haven't done walking in a minute, so I'm going to start, like, doing my little walks around. Sort of training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To get yourself up. They do some... They do some big. Yeah, they did, like, for her last, like, big birthday hiking trip, they did 14 miles. Nice. And I'm like, she's like, hiked 14 miles for my birthday. And I'm like, ha you're insane. <laughs> I just don't want to cook and maybe go out to the movies for my birthday. Whee! That's what I want. I try to go camping every time. I think last time I went camping on my birthday, Matt and I, um, uh, we, uh, rented a campsite from Hit Camp and stayed there for two nights. Nice. And took mushrooms in the forest. Nice. Very lovely. That's not yeah. lovely. Yeah. Do you want me to cut the part out where you were doing illegal substances? Sure. Okay. <laughs> say which forest, there's no jurisdiction. Yeah. Okay. You know, say when it happens, there's no nope. way anyone can track this down. You know what? Maybe I'm just telling this story for clout and it never happened. And maybe you were eating wholesome, delicious mushrooms. I was having button mushrooms. A beautiful yeah. mushroom risotto that little, you cooked over. Mushroom risotto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It that's just made happened. everything look so nice. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I'm glad we had the clarification. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, the only other random news on our end, because it's not really anything there because we haven't gone, our vet has decided that if the dogs get their weird itchy sores back that there's nothing else they can do and have recommended us to go to a dermatologist for our dog. There you we're go. just going to end up doing a, <laughs> a skin allergy episode later. Yeah, because we're probably going to... We're, we're going to... The, the thing is, they recommended, since there's not many, we have to. We should book an appointment because if it goes away and everything's good, we can cancel it. But it's probably yeah. going to be several months before we can go see one. You know the mask between uh, Michiko's toes that we yeah. have removed at the back? Oh. And well, the thing is... it's not the same thing. It inflamed the area it was in. It, oh. I mean, the thing is, it probably is a similar thing. Yes. Like, it was not, it's not like cancer or anything. It's not that kind of mask. It's just the, the surgery removed... Everything that should have been able to trigger that response, which was most likely Allergies. originating from an allergy response. Mm. So it should not it have been able to happen. Reaction. Yes, it should not have been able to happen in the same spot, but it did. Mm. So we're being referred to a dermatologist. Um, and they're they're still getting, like, he's still got, he doesn't seem to itch that much, but he's no. got some spots Weird. where he gets the crusties and then yeah. he loses fur in the little spots. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't seem to itch, but he, he has multiple, like, a few spots of that, so that's weird. We'll, we'll do an episode on yeah. it. Yeah, here, yeah. I'll show you. Like, that was at its worst. Oh, wow. So, it's just it's just weird. You know, our, our dogs have skin allergies. Rue itches a lot, and probably is also has a food allergy of some kind. I will say she it is... helps with their itches, but that they're with their itching, helping to cause it. But they, they have seasonal allergies to the outside. Her her bottom area is actually growing fur back a little thicker, so yeah. I really do think the no chicken in her diet's helping. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's good. But then we found that the dental treat that we give them has chicken. Well, I don't know what to do. I Everything know. has chicken. We can't give her pill pockets. That's the only thing that has chicken that we have been giving her, and we already have, we have a lot of it left is the thing, and that's the only kind of dental treat that we have. So it's like, well, we need to get through that. So, I don't know. Anyway... Uh, Yay! Yeah, so we're That's probably going to see a, yeah, we're probably going to be going to see a dermatologist, and uh, eventually we'll do a 
most likely a skin allergy type episode because both of our dogs have different types of skin allergies that agitate them. Stay tuned for that exciting adventure. They're allergic <laughs> to outside, you guys. That will probably some food for Rue anyway because Mishka yeah. seems okay. I guess regarding food, fork over the DNA doggy and get their health screening. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it would be beneficial to fork over all the extra money for dog DNA to see how accurate for one that dog thing DNA. Is Not right now. We just went on a trip. Do you think we have the money right now? Anyway, I don't know. You've been working like crazy hours. Okay, I don't have that money. You realize okay. we just got I, back from this trip. I know. I well, it's just domestic. Okay. Anyway. I feel uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, you, you just sounded more uh, more willing to do it than you have in a while, so I was like, oh, that's kind of tricky into it. I'm just saying it sounds like both of us, both dogs probably need. I was originally planning on only getting the health thing for Rue, but it probably makes sense to get it for Mishka, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, the health panel, whatever. I'm sorry. For the I, wasn't, I wasn't saying this second. I just, you, you had a like acted like you want to do it in a while and then Are I was like trying to spend all of my future money too I mean I mean it's already spent basically. it's already spent it's we don't own our house or car or one of no. the cars yet so what I, is I also have no money in August yeah mm-hmm. I worked like the not full shifts or two of them but like the eight days before the trip yeah eight yeah. days in a row right before a big trip yay <laughs> We love staffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, staffing. So, Keith, where can people find us unless someone else has a fun fact they want to drop in for a check-in? No, I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. You can find us on PetParentsPod.com. Uh, you should tell your friends and family who like uh, animals about us. Spread the word. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Discord, PetParentsPod. You can also email us, PetParentsPod at gmail.com. As always, we will continue to get better, and I will try not to spend all of Keith's future money. Sorry, Smith. We have seven pets. <laughs> Good luck with your hopes and dreams. So, bye!